Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Moving Into the Future. Today, I'm joined by Guy Cleveland. Guy, how are you today? I'm doing terrific, especially for a Monday afternoon. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the weather's changing. It's, uh, yeah, spring is in the air, right? That's absolutely right. Golf, the golf uh, bag's coming out, the cobwebs are coming off, and ready to roll. Yeah, yeah, that is. That is good news. So, uh, you know, for our listeners out there, I know Guy as a business development specialist. He he has his own business that he runs, and then he also founded uh, International Business Development Pros, which is where I know him from. So, uh, you know, Guy, why don't, why don't you explain a little bit more what, what you do for the listeners? I'm sure you'll, you, you'll do it better than I would. Thanks, Jack, and thanks for having me on today. Uh, yeah, so two things. Uh, what I do for uh, during the day and um, most of the time for, for my job is I am a principal at Razor Consulting, and we are an outsourced business development firm. So high, companies hire us to help them grow. They want us to make connections for them, to hire education for commercial buildings, to developers. So we represent eight different clients in the construction real estate industry. So uh, I've been doing this for four and a half years. My uh, co-principal is uh, Gary Anzalone, that most of you know. Um, and in addition to what we do during the day, we also started an organization called International Business Development Professionals. We call it BD Pros for short. And what BD Pros is, is the reason it came around is there's organization for sales people. There's organization for marketing people, but there was nothing for business development professionals. So that's why we kicked this off. It's been going about a year and a half. The planning has been going on for more than three years. And what we focus on is best practices, education. There's a networking component to it. We're looking at continuing education down the road. But also, even more important, we're looked at as a job resource for folks, especially doing business development. So this all started in the New York off, in the New York uh, area. And um, because Gary and myself, we both came from the construction real estate industry, a lot of the people at the start of the organization were primarily in that arena. Uh, the, the goal is to open it up to all areas of business development. It doesn't matter what market you're in. If you're a professional business development person, we want you in this. So it started in New York. We opened a New York chapter. I mean, I'm sorry. We opened a Boston chapter about two months ago. And we have Julie Brown and Maria Kapoulis that that started the organization there. So that's kind of in a nutshell what we're doing. Yeah, and so that's and that's how we met. We met uh, probably what was it in like October of last year, and uh, you know the proposition of this this group was brought to me, and I was very excited about it. I saw a lot of potential in it. I saw it as being something very unique. But one of the things that I saw at first was it being predominantly a networking group, and what I've learned since then is it's much more than that. Um, you mentioned it yourself. The educational aspect of this is is very, very interesting because, as you said, there are 
sales trainings and marketing trainings and, and various trainings for you know various fields. But there really isn't anything like that for business development. What do you think it is that's unique about business development that differs from sales and from an educational standpoint is something the group is trying to help its members uh, develop? Yeah, that's a good question. I think we have this discussion quite often in the group and we, we even had a whole panel discussion about the difference between sales and business development. So we look at it, business development is really building the relationship. You're opening the doors for your clients and you're building that relationship. And sales is more of you're pricing the project and you're closing the deal. So we aren't involved with that, although we do uh, work on the uh, back end of the uh, the system and try to help our clients close deals, but we are there to do business development. Yes, yeah, certainly. And that relationship and developing that relationship, you know, h- highlighting the, the development aspect of, of that term and business development is so interesting because it's like any other relationship in life. You know, it starts with finding, finding common ground, or, or at least this is how I do it. I find common ground with somebody and then you you develop that relationship through that common ground and then you use your practical skills in whatever field it may be to develop trust within that uh, field to then do further business. Would, would you agree with that? Is that something, again, you're trying to help members uh, become more astute at? Uh, is, is that accurate? That is accurate. And you've, you've hit a very... Uh, a. Uh common interest of mine and what I tell people often, when you do business development, you'll sit down with someone initially and you want to try to develop that relationship with someone and you hit the nail on the head. It's you find that common link. You may have to ask question after question to find out what that might be. But as long as you're genuinely interested in that person and the questions are from the right place, you find that common denominator and then write it down because that'll make you golden with this person the rest of your life. And uh, so from that point, you want to build that relationship. You want to get to know this person and you want to find out what, what they're looking for, what their interests are. And then from our aspect at Razor Consulting, we want to open these doors for our clients and we want to make sure they build this relationship that we already have in existence. So it could be the head of Stevens Institute. We know, we've known him for a long time. A lot of our clients are now working for Stevens. And it's just, we know what they're looking for, or we get calls from, from different institutions saying, hey, do you have an MEP firm? Do you have an architecture firm? Right. So that's the second aspect of what we do at Racer Consulting. Certainly is being well connected for that. So is that what you and Gary saw is you two had developed this playbook in some sense as far as how to create these relationships. And then there was the thought that sparked, we can create a group out of this that is designed to, like you said, help educate and, um, you know, bring people together within the business development field to help further their careers. Is that essentially how how IBD Pros was uh, founded? Yeah, BD Pros, uh, like we touched on earlier, all the different aspects. So one one aspect I 
Lee, we need to touch on is that the really cool part about this group is we have raised over $26,000 in charity money. So we've benefited, leave 10 different charities in the year and two months that we've been together. So we, we focus on this, not every program benefits a charity, but, the, uh, but most of the larger programs and our golf outing, may I add that it's May 2nd, um, does benefit charities. In fact, the, the golf event will benefit two different charities. Yeah, and that was, uh, again, I'm, I'm relatively new to the group. That is something I just learned, that we were a non-for-profit. And credit to you and Gary, because um, A, it's not the easiest thing to start a non-for-profit, and B, you could certainly make some money on this if you wanted to, uh, between yourselves. Uh, after our last event, I got my wheels turning and I'm like, this is like a cash cow. <laughs> but uh, so I, I commend you guys for, for making it a non-for-profit. That was a, you know, dignified uh, decision that you both made early on that, that this is going to be a non-for-profit. And again, because of that as educational aspect, while also partnering with charities, it makes a lot of sense in that regard, right? That is absolutely correct, Jack. Yeah, it's, it was really the educational component that made us want to uh, steer this towards a nonprofit, plus what I just said about raising money for a different organization. That's, uh, that's the way we like to uh, steer this. Right. So I have two questions coming up, and I'm going to ask, and I'm going to cover the, the educational aspect first. With education, is, is there going to be some level of further education where you're going to have certificates that you're going to allow for, for members in the group? And I, I think of it for somebody very early on in business development who's maybe fresh out of college, you know, in their early to mid-20s, new to whatever industry they're a part of. And this can be a bit of a, a, a compass and, as we said, a, a training mechanism for them to develop in their career and and what you would ideally create is some level of certification in that, that they can use to help grow their business and, and sustain themselves wherever they are. Is that something you're working on? That is correct. Uh, Mike Duckfield heads up our educational committee. And what we've done so far is we've reached out to a lot of different college campuses and found out oh, wow. what they're looking for in, in business development. Do they offer anything in business development? And so we're going to try to make some kind of partnership, maybe an offer reduced dues for students or maybe even free. But we haven't we haven't decided on all this yet. But yes, to the uh, continuing education, uh, we're looking at some possible accreditation for business development professionals. Um, this is all in kind of uh, initial steps. So uh, we'll be looking into this. I think one of the next steps that we're looking at for the group is potentially even a certification in LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So there are people that offer these certifications and we're looking at potentially a, a panel on LinkedIn because I think most professionals use LinkedIn as, as their Bible. Uh, I certainly do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, there are ways to improve, improve your efficiency using it. And, and we all need uh, ways to, to help us. But um, yeah, so those are the two types of accreditation that we're looking at. 
That's really great. And I think that's great that, that we're partnering with, with colleges and, and, you know, um, further education in, in that regard too. Um, that can be a really, really powerful tool. And again, helpful for young people because you certainly, you know, when, at least when I was in college, I wasn't going to a business development class of any sort. Um, but with all of the other courses that you take within a business d- degree, uh, it, it could easily, you know, you could find some uh, place for a, for a business development course. So I think that's that's really interesting and really unique. And then the other aspect, and the, the second question I wanted to ask in, in, in regards to charity, how are we going about finding those in the group? Is it something where you had prior relationships or are we trying to make it uh, business development related? I remember when I was at Indeed, one of the things we did that was really cool is we had to donate a bunch of IT equipment, monitors, uh, you know, that sort of thing. And we found an organization that helped homeless women uh, get back into the job market. So it aligned with what we did at Indeed with helping people find jobs. And it was very unique in that sense. Is that something similar to what we're doing in uh, uh, IBD Pros? Or is it more so just any uh, organization that, that needs some level of help? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. We, we do have a whole committee uh, that is, is dedicated to uh, our charity um, list. And we, they do go through an evaluation before we do partner with them at, at certain programs. So um, we, we will definitely look into the charity, make sure it's appropriate and making sure that um, we give back what you know, they're looking for and they can help us. I mean, from our charities that we pick, we also look to them to help us spread the word about the event and, and get the word out. And we want them actively involved. Um, one of the first ones we used was Children of Promise. And we use this organization because I'm on their board, board mm-hmm. of directors. And it, it just worked out that way where I had the connection. We brought them in. And then they were a- able to uh, post more about the event and, and and also help us raise awareness. So that is one thing that we look for from our charities. Very cool. Yeah, that that's really interesting. And and just to pivot a bit, I noticed too. So when you refer to the group, you refer to it as BD Pros, but when I say it, I say IBD Pros. And that was one of the first things when we talked that I found most appealing about the group is the international aspect of it and and the essentially limitless growth. Uh, that that can that this group can be a part of. Uh, we, you mentioned earlier that we have started a Boston chapter. What does that look like? Starting a new group in a new market. You know, Julie's done a great job, I think. Uh, but how are we going about that? Are we developing any sort of playbook to help these chapters start up? I could imagine with Boston being the first one, we're developing a lot of those, um, you know, basically best practices. But how is it? How are we going about that in, in new markets? Well, that's a good question and a loaded question. Um, yeah. <laughs> just because we are going through a lot of, we're finalizing the whole handbook for the organization right now. The Boston chapter came around faster than we thought it would. Yeah, it has. And it's grown too. Yeah. And they reached out and said, we need this and we need this now. And so uh, 
In order to do that, we had to open a national chapter. As I mentioned, we opened the New York City chapter. In order to open uh, affiliated chapters, we had to open the national chapter. So this kind of pushed us to that point where we, where we really needed to expedite things. So um, we had the bylaws written. We have we have a handbook, and um, and then the final part is is the um, chapter affiliations that are all being developed right now, and they're all being finalized. So I believe we have two of the three, and and the third should be finalized this week. But also in in, in answering your your question, yeah, so. The Boston chapter opened, and we're looking at potential openings in Philadelphia, in Texas, and even uh, California. So uh, these are all people that have showed interest, and so we're having some uh, preliminary uh, conversations with them. And yeah, we have no doubt that this will open up into an international organization. Yeah, that's really exciting um, and very cool. I'm, I'm very glad I got in when I did to, to see the group grow and stuff like that. How do you see the different groups working together? Uh, obviously, from a business standpoint, you know, referring business, but how do you see the different chapters, I should say, connecting and being a part of one larger group? Uh, what do you have in mind for that? So I, how it works right now, because a lot of the programs are virtual, uh, we will share virtual programs with other chapters, but even like the in-person in events, uh, we had Julie come down last week for a networking event. And um, so if someone wants to travel the other organizations and, and their events, that's fine. Uh, but um, for right now, I think if we wanted to coordinate Boston and other chapters, I think the virtual programs would, would work the best. Yeah. And, and about those virtual programs, can you, can you just highlight a little bit more about those? You know, who, what type of people are you having on for those? You know, how, how do you set those up to, to help members? What are, uh, or who, if you can mention, are, are some of the people that you've had on and, and how have they helped members? Yeah, that's a good question. We've had, uh, uh, speaking of Julie Brown, if, if you go onto the website ibdpros.org, uh, you can see some of the past events, and, and uh, Julie Brown was one of them. Uh, we also had Donna Schwartz uh, talking about storytelling, which we all need to do in business right. development. I mean, I thought I did it well until I heard her talk, and I thought, man, I really need to improve this. I think Gary Anzalone is spot on with his storytelling. But uh, it's so important because it resonates and it leaves an impression with people. It just makes more sense than trying to just tell facts about your company. Uh, we've also had uh, the infamous David Meltzer on, and David is is known for his um, uh, the movie. Uh, was it Show Me the Money? Uh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, and uh, it was all based on David Meltzer's life. And uh, so we've also had uh, panel discussions on, on, on how to hire business development. We had another panel discussion on how do you measure success with business development. By the way, these, again, are all, all on our website. So um, these are available videos on the website? 
Yes, they're all uh, YouTube uh, links on, on the website. And now, just so I'm clarifying, is that for members only or anybody who logs on? Uh, anyone can can see the links on on the site. Yeah, that's great. That's really really good. And uh, between all three phases of what we talked about, well, we haven't really talked about the networking aspect yet, but but we can get to that. But between the educational and the charitable asp- charitable aspect, it's um it, it's really impress- impressive to have that as a foundation. And like you said before, it was simply something that that didn't is, exist, which is a bit shocking because there are the it takes a certain type of person to be in business development separate from sales, you know. Um, cause it takes a certain type of person to be in sales too. And certainly in many cases, they, they intertwine and it's the same person, but, uh, for, for there not to be a focus on that business development was certainly something missing in the market. So it's, it's, it's a really unique group. And then brings us to the networking standpoint. We just threw one of our first in-person events, unless I missed one or the holiday party too. But this spring, we kind of had the uh, the first official spring one, and the turnout was was fantastic. And I think people really enjoy those. And if there's anything about business development people, it's like they, they like to be in front of other people. So, uh, you know, that's nice to have at the foundation. What other type of events, uh, you know, do you plan on having? I know you mentioned the golf event. You can talk about that a little more. Uh, what, what other type of events do you plan on having within the group? Yeah, just just to go back a little bit on what you're saying about the uh, program last week. Yeah, we had about 100 people signed up and we had about 130 people show up <laughs> and uh, it, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, if, 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 if you like networking and if it's, even if you don't like networking, this group is so easy to come in and talk to because most everyone are professional business development folks. They know how to network. And if you need help, and this is what I often tell people that are looking to join the group, if you need help with anything, you turn to one of the members and we're all kind of cut from the same cloth. You know, we want to help. How can I help you and how can I connect you? So I think with this group that if you ever wanted some help with your company or probably anything that you needed, you just ask one of the members and and they're very willing to help. Yeah. I certainly believe that too. And uh, you're absolutely right about about 130 people showing up when we had about 100 signed up. And God bless Raquel. She did the best she could with that. Uh, but we definitely got to get a bigger spot next time. Um, so, Jack, I wanted to add something else. You were, we were talking about the, uh, the schools and reaching out to the students because I don't believe anyone in, that does business development starts out their career says, I'm going to be a business development professional. Not at all. I knew I wanted to get into sales, but that's a different, you know, again, that's a different thing. If you think about it, what would you say is the difference between sales and business development beyond doing the quotes and like that? How would you explain the difference? Myself personally is, is sales is more transactional. Right. Yeah, so you're you're kind of pushed to make that sell, and your your salary is based on probably a base and a commission. So if you're a base and a commission, you're probably doing sales. I don't know, even if your title says director of business development, you're probably doing sales because you are required to close that transaction. Right. 
That's a good way to put it is, is sales is much more transactional, whereas business development is much more account and relationship based. That's a, that's a good way to think of it. And stemming back to what you were saying, how do you think through the educational aspect, we will promote, you know, business development careers? Is that something Michael's working on to, to allow young people to know that this avenue is out there for them? Yeah, that, that's part of the, what the educational committee does is wanting to get the word out there. And, you know, whether there's a degree now in business development. No, I don't uh, think that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's an aspect that every professional should know how to do. I mean, you go to a lot of firms and there's a lot of people that are horrified about getting out and, and networking. So if you could just pick up a few pointers on um, how to attend an event, there, there's all sorts of uh, tidbits on, on how to approach people, what to approach them about, what to talk about. You know, if you're nervous of going to a group, just go ask a bunch of questions. Right. Everyone's so worried about how they're going to be perceived that they get nervous. And I think with the group here with BD Pros, is that we really do try to focus on not only helping people that are new to the industry or business development, but also even adding some pointers. I, again, I listened to Julie Brown's conversation. I've been doing business development for over 20 years, and I picked up three pointers that, that has already helped me tremendously. What were they? One about asking the right questions. So when you attend an event, you want something that, how Julie says, they create endorphins and you don't want endorphin killers. And so most everyone will walk into a, to a group and, or if you walk up to someone and say, hey, how are you today? Right. She says that's an endorphin killer. Yeah. Hey. Where have you been lately? You know, have yeah. you, you know, have you taken a great trip over the pandemic? What did you do? You know, and, and so it's just to get those endorphins going where people are excited to respond and talk to you about instead of saying, I'm fine. How are you? You know, it's very true, but I've been guilty. Hey, how are you? You know, and to start the conversation. So uh, that's probably the main thing that I picked up from Julie. Yeah. And it's so funny because subconsciously we just, we were raised to do that. We don't even think about it. And you're absolutely right. It's so, it just, what it does is it, it engages small talk, you know, and then uh, from there you're setting yourself up on a trajectory for the conversation to be somewhat blase unless it, it gets taken somewhere else. Yeah. You know what? I just realized the other thing, the big thing that I got from her talk is and, and we all could use this. You go into a networking, say, event, and there's a bunch of circles of people. Right. And you want to know how to approach them. So there's things called, I believe she called it a bagel group, where it's a closed circle, where you won't get in that group. It could be yeah. a group from the same office or whatever, or people that have known each other. They're, they're committed to each other. But when you go to a, I forgot what she called, like a half a bagel or a croissant-shaped group where it's kind of open, then these people want people to come in. So you can kind of read the crowd, and, and that, those are the groups that you can join. Yeah, 
that's good to keep in mind too. That that's very helpful for the listeners too. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to finish it up and what we've talked about here is great. I think it's very encouraging and excited and you know, I'm very lucky to be a part of it. Where do you, where do you see the group in five years time? You know, uh, we, we talked a lot about what we have planned, but an ideal situation, how many chapters do we have? What type of certifications are we offering? Further education, charitable work, you know, if you have any numbers behind that, where do you really see it going within the next five years? That's a good question. I, I would like to see a chapter in every large city in the U.S. Um, you'll find business development everywhere. Right. Um, we want to be considered as a resource. And so if we don't have it yet, but we're soon going to be posting a whole job bank on the site. Oh, nice. So people looking for business development opportunities but this isn't just for those people. It's for the, the firms that are hiring them. So they can, they can go in, they can post a, a position they have open. We'll have people go in and post their own resumes. So um, we want to be looked at as a resource for the whole community. Uh, but the other aspect is I would like to see it open up to larger industries like financial, which I think is already happening. Um, government. Uh, it could be so many different uh, different industries. So I'd like to see that opened up. And uh, then again, I would love to see the international aspect of it open up soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's me too. I would really like to, I think once we get to that point and open up that first international chapter, it'll be a huge, huge uh, just moment in the, in the chapter's history. So uh you know, I'm looking forward to be a part of it. I, I think it's a really great group after being involved in the, you know, conception of that, that event that we did and then seeing it come to fruition, you know, that really invigorated me. So I'm, I'm happy to be a part of the group. And then once I found out it was a non-for-profit, even though I was at that event counting dollars, uh, you know, once I found it was a non-for-profit, that really even made it more encouraging for me. So I'm happy to be a part of the group. I'm happy to, uh, you know, see its growth and, and be a part of it. And Thank you again for coming on, Guy. I really appreciate it. Thank you for setting this up, Jack. And we're excited to have you part of the group, too. I think there's a lot of potential for you with the organization. Yeah, certainly. So, uh, you know, we'll have you on again soon. And uh, hopefully we're talking about opening up that first international chapter. All right? That'd be great. Thanks, Jack. All right. Yep. Thank you, Guy. Talk soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Talk soon.